0: he says man uh, cannot fully find himself except through the sincere gift of himself Mm -hmm. so we actually can't fully find ourselves until we've given ourselves away until we've poured ourselves out
1: people of christian city people of every everywhere around the world this is david Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is
2: Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. OK, so let's just talk
1: in circles for a little bit. <laughs> let's talk in circles, yeah. just keep the breeze a little. Yeah. You know, they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person.
0: A lot of people say home is home is where the heart
1: is. But my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Here with you today is Blake.
2: And here with you today is Shayla.
1: We have something different for you these next three episodes as we are going to do a three-part series with the same guest. We actually have Sam, the Homeless Outreach Director, who oversees our homeless ministry in both Denver and Philly, joining us and really sharing with us so much wisdom.
2: Yeah, Sam is actually, we're going to be talking today about the idea of discussing next steps in relationships. You know, our missionaries are oftentimes faced with the idea of going deeper or calling higher in relationships. And we're very thankful and excited to have Sam to dive into this with us. Welcome, Sam.
1: Welcome, Sam.
0: Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on.
2: Well, with that, Sam also um, gets to lead a lot of our trainings for our missionaries, especially during orientation week, um, training on homeless outreach, training on different situations for the streets, and then also um, taking a stab at trainings on relationships and things like that. So um, Sam, actually, we brought him on today to talk about one of these one of these topics um, that he's passionate about and that I've honestly never really liked. I've never delved into myself, so I'm excited to, to discuss this on podcast today as well. So Sam, why don't you go ahead and, and tell us a little bit about what we will be talking about today.
0: Yeah, this is a, a conversation we have with the missionaries uh, during our summit week in January, where we bring the two communities together and go over how ministry's been throughout the year, uh, some of the challenges that we've faced, anything that we've learned, mm-hmm. and then kind of consider where our friendships are and discern the next steps that God might be calling us to bring the the friendships that they've built up over the last 4 years.
1: The friendships with the homeless and those on the street, right? Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. And why why do you think this is not only important but important like halfway through the year?
1: Yeah.
0: I would say all the you know all ministries have their strengths, right? And the things that they lean into. We at Christ in the city we're really good at getting to know people on a personal level helping them mm-hmm. feel comfortable helping their gifts to come out their personalities to come out and really learning who they are we we emphasize that quite a bit as mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year even so much as uh, we'll even kind of just discourage them going too quickly into challenging their friends or mm-hmm. quote unquote preaching to them uh, just just to really build up the friendship we really emphasize that but but then we get to a point in the friendship where we're asking, what, what is the horizon? Where where are we going mm. in this relationship? Where, where is this person going? And it's time to kind of ask those critical questions and maybe make a pivot in yeah. the momentum of the, the relationship. Mm. So, uh, you know, the friendship might be fine. It, they might share a lot of inside jokes. They might get along, have some common themes of conversation but there's this sense that the relationship has kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, maybe you run out of steam. You've you've talked about all the things that you can think. The of. small talk, right? Yeah. Yep. And then and then it's just like every time they go out on the street, it's like the same thing. You know, they sit down for an hour with this person. They talk about the same things for the twelfth time. And I think the missionaries really start to ask, "Why
1: are we out here? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. As a former missionary, I remember it in its providential this happens in january and it's also planned in january which sam mentioned because i remember my time on the streets and you have a lot of momentum a lot of energy on the streets meeting the homeless loving them the patience is just there for some reason that first semester you know it's almost like your own energy can carry you yeah and around that december january time you really start asking the lord in prayer and also asking yourself like what am i doing Mm -hmm. right like sam mentioned it's like We've talked to this guy almost every day this year and nothing seems to have changed externally. Yeah. Right. And I and I think the reason Sam like and Sam through this almost convinces us no, something has changed. And you're ready to to continue building on that. So that's what I I man, if I would have had this as a missionary, that would have been so helpful. Those months of January where you're like, my gosh, I have another six months of this and it is, I'm just not doing anything. Cause we like to do, right. We love to do, but there's this reality of being, and this kind of helps you to combine them in a holy spiritual way. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I also think we can think of some friendships of our own and just our private lives, right. Where we get together with them. We kind of do the same things, have the same conversations, but we have this sense that, God God is calling us to something more. There's a, there's a sense of maybe virtue that needs to be pursued or um, a horizon that hasn't quite been clear to us. And so I, I think a lot of this could be really relevant to even our friendships off the streets as yeah.
2: well. I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. It's like how many times have we come to that with, maybe even with like a coworker or maybe even with, yeah, people in your everyday life that you do have the the same conversation over and over. Oh, yeah. With Family,
1: fa- like just loose friends, deep mm-hmm. friends. You know, we all hit that point where it's like, where's this relationship going? And I love, mm-hmm. I love the realities of, yeah, Sam, what you're presenting on. So you've kind of broken it up into two different like options with should like the next steps in a friendship. Would you discuss those distinctions and make them clear to us? Yeah
0: so we we get to the point where we know that there's something more substantial needed in the friendship or the relationship, and it's time to consider taking a step maybe in a more intentional direction when we're together, like being more intentional about our time together. And so the two distinctions that or the distinction that we've made about these two things is the friendship could either go deeper or it could be called higher deeper or higher which direction and so i think what we want to do today is describe what we mean by what does it look like to go deeper into the friendship or what does it look like to say this friendship can be elevated it can be taken higher
1: so deeper start with that one what's that
0: yeah as just sort of an intro here we can understand deeper as like a deeper dive into the self understanding like Who I am. Why am I the way that I am? Mm -hmm. Have I explored that? Have I come to terms with that? It's getting to know this person and their story really well. Do I, you -hmm. know, the friends that I do have, do I know their history? Where they're from? What they did growing up? The significant moments in their life? Um, There's a lot to unpack there. I mean, there's hours of conversation there. Those those moments have formed the person that's before me so it's knowing their story i also think it's about recognizing our own strengths our our weaknesses what what are my preferences do i know myself do i have a sense of my history my needs and i and i think also a a, a process of like growing in self acceptance i think we can all think of periods in our life where we grew in a sense of self-acceptance. Yeah. Uh, for me it was in seminary, it was kind of a quiet two years where I there's a lot of interiority and a lot of spiritual direction and people investing in me in a way that I really came to know myself and accept that who God made me to be, even the parts that I didn't like so much. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this is this is that aspect of going deeper into the friendship, a deeper dive into the self and specifically the person in front of me. So having conversations and presenting opportunities
1: that will help the other person go deeper. Yeah. So it's like this reality of like, okay, I know them at this surface level and even I, I may know them two floors down, you know, but the depths of the human soul, right, the depths of a story you can just have more details and more details and more details, right? It's like, we know those people in our life who we know a lot about. And immediately mm-hmm. when we think of that person, if they know that much about us too, it's one of those where it's like, Ooh, I connect with them. I feel a bond with them. Yeah. Right. Like this, it's a reality of like the more, you know, you can't love who you don't know, right? right? We talk about that with the streets. Yeah. You can't love who you don't know. Yep. And the more, you know, someone, the easier it is to love them. But also, not just like an effort-wise, it's like, yeah, you know their preferences. You know what they like. You know what they don't like. You know what's hard for them, what's not hard for them. I like that first point of like that deeper, like, yeah, we are going to learn more about them. And my other thought is you said that same as that self-acceptance. We always talk about this of like, we all know we're broken, right? It's not It's not too hard to figure out in what ways we're broken, Mm. but man, accepting that that's part of our story and, you know, the thorn in our side or the cross we're called to bear. Brutal. That one for me is just brutal and I've seen it in so many. Mm
2: -hmm. I I also like that, and maybe you can talk more about this, but talking about going deeper in relationship together. So it's a deeper you, you kind of said like a deeper dive into, into yourself and to the person in front of you. And hopefully with like, even with the missionaries on the streets and with our listeners and their relationships that they can get to know people better in a way that allows them to um, unfold themselves. But that also sparks in you, like you have to give a gift of yourself as well. And I know we say this a lot, but like vulnerability sparks vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And so just even the beauty of missionaries and, and us like, being able to share our own stories with, with our friends um, allows them to go deeper as well. So I don't know if you, if that's like something that you encourage with the missionaries that like, maybe to take it a step deeper, you have to give yourself a little bit deeper or like share more about yourself. Is that, is that like part of the. Uh,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, The vulnerability begets vulnerability. So Mm -hmm. If the, if the conversation just stays at this surface level, I'm talking about the weather, I'm talking about what the Broncos did. The yeah.
1: Eagles in Philly, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, What's it's the classic hey, That's, that's real news. stuff right there. Yeah. Uh,
0: but trying to like break through that wall of, and just short, share at a more personal level. Maybe I just share, I am super tired this morning or today did not go well or, yeah. um, or I'm feeling on top of the world because I had this little victory in this area of my life. And mm-hmm. um, it just, it totally changes the, the course of the conversation. It's just something more personal that people can relate to instead of just talking about these external topics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, it's so good. So good. So then higher, right? Deeper. Is that more understanding? What is this, you know, calling a relationship higher? What do you mean by this? Like, what is the basis? Yeah. I think to be called It's calling the relationship higher is this shift
0: from gazing inward or gazing at each other to looking outward. It's a a shift of recognizing like what I currently do, how have I done things in the past, really knowing myself to what is it that I ought to do? Hmm. Hmm. What is, what is the higher call? What is the good in this situation? Not just what are my preferences?
1: Yeah, not what feels good, but what is the good? Yeah, right. Another way to
0: describe it is like, what what's the bigger picture in life? Um, where where are we going? And yeah, ultimately, where's the good? And I think also like, what what is God calling me to, or what is God calling this person to? So this is the sense of it's higher because. It's not. It's somewhere else than where I currently am. It's it's a it's a look outward, not inward.
2: Hmm. Does one come like? I guess would deeper come naturally before higher? Like, do you need to you before? I guess when you're is there an order? Yeah, is there a natural order to the to either of those?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think both are good, right? Both both are good and necessary, but deeper has to come before high. You have to know yourself. Mm, yeah, You have to own yourself to be able to give yourself away. You have to know yourself in order to be receptive to maybe what God is, is calling you to, so definitely. And I can order. see
1: this on the streets, right? It's like, imagine a missionary walking up the first day, you know, and you meet, or maybe it's the second month, and you haven't gone deeper with someone. You don't really know them. You don't know how they ended up on the streets, maybe. You don't know this, and then you say... Hey, do you want housing? You know, or hey, yep. you should cut your addiction. You want to go to AA with me, mm. as opposed to someone who has known them for eight or nine months, in yep. saying that after you know them deeper. And I think the wisdom in that, Sam, is just spot on, mm. right? And it, but it's interesting because a lot of us don't want to do the work on the deeper. <laughs> you know, it's like because the action almost would you say the action almost comes more in the higher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the higher could be more pragmatic. It could be for those of us who are more idealistic or, yeah. uh, you know, have a lot of zeal. We jump right to, um, you know, shooting for the ideals yeah. rather than knowing, getting a sense of what's right in front of me or where I am now. I, this is where reverence comes in for Christ in the city. Reverence mm-hmm. is this deep vision of the other. It's a recognition of the essential in the other. And In order to do that, I might have to look again and again and even again at the other or at myself to really reverently see what's really there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that takes work. That takes sacrifice, dedication, effort, effort, discipline.
1: Patience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, and I and I think I we have so many examples of that at Christ in the City. Trish, who is highlighted on our documentary, you know, I've known her. I met her when I was a missionary in my second year. Seven years ago, I met Trish, and it took seven years of Christ in the City knowing her yeah. to encourage her to get housing and for her to receive that encouragement. Mm-hmm. Darn right, we talked about it. I think I talked about it with her. Well, at least if I didn't, someone did along those lines. Yeah, you know. And it's like seven years, because she knew that we knew her. She was convinced of that, right? It wasn't some flippant, "Hey Trish, you know, you want to get into housing now?" It was like Trish, I know where you've been on this journey. Like, yeah. is now the time, you know? And I, and I love that. Without the deeper, the higher is not as substantial.
2: There's something to it there too, that when you another person does know your struggle, like them even offering a higher call or like offering something higher has more weight in your life because you're like, oh no, you you actually do get me. I've told you what I've what I've been through, my life experiences, where where I've been, what I've done. And yet you still see like that I can go up or that I can do something better. You see something in me that maybe I don't see in myself right now, but you also know me. So I trust that. And so I think that that's really, like, it just makes sense, even logically, like, to have that, that trust, that relationship built first, to go deeper first, and then to call higher, because that's what, that's what makes the most sense, even in, yeah, just in basic relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, we've been talking pretty, I, you know, at the level of ideas, it's a little abstract right now. I, I have some, maybe some flesh to put on this, um, some phrases that we can discuss, that will help better like distinguish what, what we mean by deeper and higher. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into it. Cool. Well, the first one um, would be the difference between self-knowledge versus knowledge of others. What are my needs? What what direction do I need to go? That's that's going deeper in the relationship and helping helping the other to find that out knowledge of others though requires maybe just a, a little bit of kind of get, getting outside the self noticing others around me what are their needs what matters to them what challenges are they facing yeah so i think a lot of our friends on the street it it can be so easy to be so focused on the self understandably yeah like i have a lot of needs and right now i'm just surviving mm-hmm. on the streets and yeah some of our friends are really unaware of Maybe the needs of the missionaries or mm. the needs of their neighbor and hmm. the tenant next door. So I, I think a distinction between knowing my needs and then knowing the person next to me. So knowledge, knowledge of self versus knowledge of others.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: The second one um, we could describe as uh, finding oneself, that's going deeper, versus pouring oneself out. Hmm. And I, I again, there's beauty to both these, right? To find oneself, we know that you know, Thomas Merton a lot, a lot of the time talks about how to be a saint is to become the is to become myself, is to become the person that God made me to be. Now, on the other hand, you know our one of our patrons, John Paul II, he's got mm-hmm. this quote. He says, "Man uh, cannot fully find himself." Except through the sincere gift of himself, mm. so we actually can't fully find ourselves until we've given ourselves away, until we've poured ourselves out. So we we see there is kind of an order to these, but they're they're not mutually exclusive, right? There's there's a
1: dynamic where they're both happening at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, like the deeper and then the higher, mm-hmm. right? That's so good, huh? Finding versus pouring out. Yeah, it's it's that internal versus external. You yeah. know, I love that. I would say the third distinction that we make is the
0: fulfillment of desires versus pursuing the highest good.
1: Ooh, that's hard.
0: So, you know, we all have dreams and aspirations for things that we desire. And it's a really good sign when we're in touch with those. And making them happen and bringing them up. And I even think in, in other relationships like marriage, right? Like what, what are my desires? What do I want for my household? Or what do I desire in our relationship? Or where do I want my career to go? You know, yeah. Things like that. And where do we want our career to go? So the knowledge of these things and recognition of them is like super good. And there is something super satisfying about helping to bring our homeless friends, um, to kind of like discover these desires that they yeah. have and like these aspirations yeah. and then like helping them fulfill them. Mm-hmm. So we'll like take um, our friends to like go fishing, you know, cause in the mountains, cause that has been a dream of theirs or uh, they, you know, just really have a passion for fishing that they kind of forgot about and yeah. we, we go and there's something that comes alive in them.
1: Yeah. Those human things. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Or, you know, bringing somebody to their favorite restaurant. Uh, that can just make their year (laughs)
1: yeah. or celebrating their birthday, Uh right? Like those things that are so small or even so real and human, right? That add to that life and that, Oh, I love it. Yep. So, I mean, that's what going deeper can look like.
0: And you know, if I, if I feel like I'm spinning tires or this relationship has kind of run out of steam to kind of look at the person and, and really try to discover what what are the things that they like to do. What are what are their deeper um, inclinations and desires, so that I can maybe ha- make those happen. Yeah, this would also include maybe like diving into uh, their experience of things or their perspectives on the world. Mm. Um, finding out what they do or don't like. Uh, so missionaries have an ear for, or ear for these things. It's mm-hmm. it's the idea of reverence. It's really understanding the other person. That's one mode of going deeper. But a different trajectory would be aiming at something even higher or greater than my desires.
2: Mm.
0: So in,
1: instead of focusing on what I want, my preferences, which are not bad. No, needed, right? But if we only all focused on our preferences, we'd have a pretty selfish society. Right. You right. know, and right. no one would ever help each other. Yeah. Right.
0: So instead of that, like, what what does... God want for this person what's what's the highest good in this moment not just the good that I know maybe excites this person so
1: oh
2: so what do you have any like examples of that like maybe even um I I was just thinking like instead of maybe taking them fishing we help take them to their housing appointment that they have been they have missed four times in a row yeah or or they've been putting off
1: you know
0: yep yep Yeah. Things like that. Um, I think one example would be, let's say I I have a friend who loves getting taken to McDonald's for coffee Mm -hmm. and they always get their cheeseburger and it's great. And everybody lights up when, when we take this McDonald's run instead of continually going to McDonald's, maybe I have a, a vision for this person. Like maybe it's time for this person to like invite them to give so maybe instead of mcdonald's i'll uh, suggest like i've really been wanting to go to caribou coffee and Mm. they have this new drink and i would love to to take you there i know you like mcdonald's but can we go here and right so you're not gonna you're not going to get that excitement of going to the McDonald's again with that, that same person, but maybe they're being invited into kind of a surrender of their preferences. Sure. And it's, it's a baby step, but it's a step outward.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rather than a fulfilling of their desires. And um, when we look at the homeless, I mean, these are, yes, and, and this is where it's like many people say, well, they're victims, they're this, that, or the other. At the same time, we know we're not made to stay there. Ever. Like that is never where we're supposed to stay. Mm-hmm. And many of their desires, like Sam mentioned, it's like they have not been met. So meeting those and letting them see like you have desires, it's good, it's okay to have preferences. But then if we just live in those, what a selfish, insulated world. Right? And everyone around us is like bending over for that desire. But what do we know about relationship? It's mutual. So you can't have a relationship if only... We're only doing the thing one party likes, you know. And it's yeah. like if we're really trying to call this friendship higher, right? It's already deeper, but it's only a one sided deeper. Yeah. Right. I love this like general progression, right? But it's like it must come first. You can't just say on your second time seeing them, "Hey, um, so I don't really care where you like to go, but <laughs> we're gonna go where I want to go." Yeah. What an awful, awful relationship that would be. But saying, hey, I know we've gone to McDonald's, or I know your preference we've done the last four or five times. Would you mind if we go to where I like? That allows them to get out. And like Sam said, the higher good, right? Calling higher to these things that we know, they're going to get a lot of fulfillment too. It's not Mm. just selfish. They will get so much out of seeing they can be a gift to another as well. Which again, how many of our friends on the street have been able to see that Mm. or do that? You know, they haven't had much to give and we're just almost like giving them, you, you may say a layup here, but it's a great layup, right? One where it's like they're going to get to see the joy in that and also have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, and it's so real. I mean, we see this in society. So many public things are going back to just classic Catholic church doctrine of like, mm. like John Paul II says, you only find yourself through a sincere gift of yourself. Well, you have to know yourself first, and then you have to give yourself. Mm. I love that. Yep. Deeper versus higher, yep. and
0: as you're talking, I was thinking, you know, this this kind of thing happens even in our own families, right? Like maybe there's oh, a yeah. maybe there's like a a particular child or you know grandson or or whatever that uh, it's just so awesome and life giving to find out what they like and to provide it mm-hmm. and make those things happen, make their dreams happen, and and that's good, but there's also a maybe even a higher call than just getting them what they want. It's a sense that I'm also willing to give for other people's wants. So mm. that could look like stepping outside of the routine of kind of providing for whatever this child wants. Yeah. And yeah. like, we're actually going to do this other thing. And it's an invitation for them to kind of surrender their own
1: desires for
0: the greater, the greater desire.
1: We hear those yeah. things at birthdays and Christmases every year, right? The little kid <laughs> was like, I don't want gifts. I want to give them away. Mm. And that kid is so pleased and so like fulfilled and they have no idea the higher reasoning why yet, but we see that beauty and as a society, we even see it. We almost applaud it, right? We don't have headlines left and right of local kid gets everything he asked for. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, it's like local kid saw a way to give more than he was just receiving. And I, I think with, with children, it's so easy. Lord was so wise in guiding us to that.
2: I was even that even reminded me of um, actually one of our friends who is now in housing, Chuck. He was yeah. Um, in also in our documentary, um, but Chuck is like one of the most generous people I've ever met. And every time we're like, Chuck, we want to see you. We want to like spend time together. He's like, Great, come over. I'll make some coffee. We'll have so, we'll have some cookies, or I'll make you dinner. And we go over there and we to his his apartment now, and he's so generous. But like, it is sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could, you know, bring more for you, Chuck. Like maybe I should be bringing dinner over to you. No, like allowing him to make us a dinner or make us a, a lunch is like, so giving of him and it's, it's giving of yourself as well. Like it's allowing you to maybe receive yeah. from, from that person in front of you. And that is like, that's a gift to them to be able to give something to you. Does that make sense? No, no It's a blessing yeah. to yeah. be
0: able to give of yourself. Like, it reminds me of Saint Therese. In one of her writings, she talked about a sister who they were kind of always competing for uh, to do these charitable things, oh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, and at one point, Therese says, "I, I, I'm going to give her the opportunity to be charitable as a gift to her. Uh, Interesting to so kind of outdoing each other in charity, but recognizing like it's actually it's a good for the person who is giving. Yes, to
1: give. Yeah." Oh, I love that. Sam, thank you. What beautiful ways we can begin to challenge ourselves, not only in this mission, but in our everyday lives to just Mm -hmm. go deeper with every single person we encounter and just knowing then how to call them higher, remembering what is God calling me to specifically, and then what God is calling that person to do, right? You've given us such Good advice, good examples from the streets, and leading each other to the good is so important. So for part two of this series, come back and join Sam and Shayla and Blake again as we dive deeper into more ways we can grow and continue to hear Sam's wisdom and what has worked for our missionaries on the streets.
2: Yeah, and thank you to all of our listeners who tuned in today to this part one of of three part series. We hope that you can join us for the next two parts. See you all in a couple weeks.
1: God bless. Bye.
2: Bye. Thank you for joining us on Homeless But Human today. In order to keep producing this content for you all, we invite you to consider joining our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways that you can join us on mission. Your monthly gift sends missionaries out to the streets day after day and helps us to continue recording and sharing our podcast. It's our vision that every city not only has soup kitchens and shelters, but communities who are committed to helping the homeless know that they have a home in us and what is home but a small taste of christ's infinite love visit christinthecity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and if you enjoyed today's episode do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave a review to get more involved with the mission visit christinthecity.org